Never been that scared in my life. Old Town Homeless Camp threatens the neighbors. This homeless camp is so infamous in Portland, it has been nicknamed The Pit. And if, if you tell Portland residents, have you heard of The Pit? People will say, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of The Pit. Because it's 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 had so many instances of crime and just all the stuff we always talk about coming out of the homeless encampments. You know, activists for the homeless encampments want to say, "Oh, they're just people down on their luck." Well, maybe, but the vast majority of the activity that we see coming out of homeless encampments is other than just you know trying to get by and get back on their feet how about how about we had a bombing in seattle we had a bombing a couple of days ago that was last week we had a bombing in a homeless encampment that was they were trying to kill like 20 people in a tent smoking fentanyl yeah podcast i did a few days ago should be out there just some wild crazy stuff let's get into the pit what do we got going on what are residents saying here we go People who live near a large old town homeless encampment described being beaten up and threatened with hunting knives while walking to the Mac station. How was your, how was your public transport today? Not good. Guy had an enormous buck knife lunged at me. I had to book it to the bus. I had to book it to the train or whatever. I had to get the F out of there. Guy was going to kill me just north of the steel bridge. Alaya Mays lives in a condo she hoped would bring her peace. What she didn't know was the homeless camp across the street under the bridge would come with it. Yeah. Problematic. Problematic thing about the location, location, location of real estate is you can't move it. You can't pick it up and move it. It is where it is. So you're stuck with it. Yeah. So you need to do that neighborhood review. Need to do that neighborhood review. What's a neighborhood review? It's you go around and you knock on doors. Hey, any issues here? Anything going on? And then if you find out something you don't like from one of the neighbors before you buy, you get out on the neighborhood review clause because you, your real estate broker has put that in as one of your addendums and it is a contingency your deal is predicated upon. Got homeless living all over. Yep. Nope. I'm out of here out on the neighborhood review. But you didn't know that one, right? She's been threatened by those living at the camp, causing her to fear leaving her house alone. That's terrible. That is terrible. I mean, just people shouldn't have to live that way. And yet they do. You know, you live that close to the pit. Not good. I feel like a prisoner. I feel like a prisoner in my home, Mays said. She's referring to the large, longtime homeless camp off Northwest NATO Parkway under the Steel Bridge, commonly known as the Pit. I live in a van down by the river. Chris Farley. That was some good stuff. That guy, that dance he did with Patrick Swayze on Saturday Night Live, the athleticism of an individual that large. That guy could move. Chris Farley. Patrick Swayze? Yeah, of course. But he's a beanpole compared to Chris Farley. Chris Farley, pound for pound, probably one of the greatest dancers ever, right? I mean, spins he was doing, he weighed 300 pounds. He's all jacked up on coke. Sad that guy died. She doesn't drive. Talking about uh, Maze, I think it is. Yep. She doesn't drive and relies on the Max train. She has to walk by the camp to get there, which she says isn't always safe. I was threatened by a man with a large hunting knife, May said. I've never been that scared in my life. 
hunting knives, swords, samurai swords, chains, whips. These are all implements that the homeless use because, you know, carrying around a gun tends to attract a little bit of attention. Don't worry, they've got guns as well. Stolen ones, not legally obtained. They've got, you know, plenty of those as well. But, you know, you can walk around with a large hunting knife and what do you got that for? Well, I need to skin a deer soon. Right? I mean, that's what you do with the large hunting knife. She's not alone. Her neighbor, who didn't want to be identified, said she was attacked while passing the camps. She identifies as transgender and moved to Portland to find community. They started punching me and telling me that people like me weren't welcome here. And they saw me here again. If they saw me here again, they would make me sorry, she said. I ended up with a fractured eye socket, a broken nose, a couple of broken ribs. I was bleeding everywhere. And when they were done, they threw me off the bank there about 10 feet. Horrible. Nobody should have that happen to them in their own community. Talk about not wanting to leave the front door, right? I mean, this, this is Portland, folks. This is, this is like one place where an individual like that should probably feel safe and comfortable, right? Not near the pit because they don't give a crap who you are. They're just going to, they're just going to do whatever. Man, last night I was watching every now and then I'll go on a homeless run of videos. I was watching Kevin Dahlgren. He's an activist. Uh, he's been affiliated with We Heart Seattle, but in Portland. You've seen him before. He's a, he's a great activist. He does a lot of just going into encampments. He was down in Skid Row walking somebody around. Another famous YouTuber. I can't remember who it was. But um, it was dangerous there. Skid Row, no joke. I mean, they literally had people telling them, you can't film anymore. You got to get out. Because it's run by gangs, right? And if the gangs don't get the money, the safety money that they need, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll take it to you. They'll take a pound of flesh from you instead of 10 bucks, right? Or maybe shoot you. You don't know. But, you know, the pit, you got some characters, right? And by characters, I mean illegal felons doing and selling drugs, selling people, you name it, you've got it going on in the pit, as you do in any homeless encampment, right? These neighbors have reported the camps to the city more than 100 times over two years. All right. <laughs> what does the city just gets these complaints? Yep, the pit again. Yep, the pit again. Yep, the pit again. Hmm. Yeah, well, they're at it in the pit again. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to it. I've taken as many videos, pictures, everything, May said. I'm now taken to posting them on social media. You know what? I, you know, why wouldn't you? You got nothing to lose doing that. You got nothing to lose. And you know, you know how you can tell that there are a lot of folks that are posting this footage is because now when people go into these encampments way more than before, they'll scream at you if you're taking footage, scream at Jonathan Cho, you know, get out. Don't take any more footage. They know that the footage is going to put on social media and it's going to, you know, it could be used against them in a crime down the road. Who knows? They know it's not good. It's not good. When I was covering chop, there was a little bit of that, but it was still basically, you know, free speech considered free speech to, you know, take your camera. I do not consent to being filmed. I remember some little prick said that to me as uh, he was, uh, he was part of Antifa. He might have been a boy. He might have been a girl. I couldn't tell. I didn't give a sh
I was still going to film him. So, you know, I just pulled up my GoPro and just kept cranking. And oh, he was upset. He was angry with me that I didn't give, you know, his permission. I didn't give him permission to film him on the streets of Bellevue public. I don't care. Going to film you. You're, you're doing a, you know, you're doing a little marchy march with your Antifa buddies with about half of the Bellevue Police Department 15 feet behind you in their squad cars. You guys are idiots. Yeah. Camps that block city sidewalks break the rules of a settlement the city agreed to earlier this summer. The settlement came from a lawsuit filed against the city by a group of 10 Portlanders with mobility disabilities claiming encampments blocking sidewalks make it impossible for them to safely get around the city. Makes it impossible for everybody to safely get around the city because, you know, all the crap that's left over and the individuals contributing to this trashing of Portland. They're not good people. They're not just people down on their luck. They are drug addicts. They are drug dealers and, you know, everything that goes with that. So yeah, it's not just people with mobile disabilities, but could you imagine you're in a wheelchair and you're trying to get to school, you're trying to get to your job, you're trying to get to whatever. And you know, you come across one of these sidewalks where you, I mean, your only option, these folks can't bend over and pick, they can't move you know, the whatever it is that's in the way. That's not an option. So they got to go out into the middle of traffic. Talk about ridiculousness. So that lawsuit, I talked about that lawsuit on a podcast uh, multiple times. And um, yeah, I think that that is great. If that's what it takes to get some of this stuff cleared, by all means. The problem is, is the city and none of these cities that have been overrun they don't have the resources to really permanently do anything about it. You will watch interview after interview after interview of residents who probably voted in a lot of the politicians that have allowed this stuff to happen. And at one time, these these residents, they were like, oh, yeah, the unhoused, they're fine. They're all good people. I mean, we just need to help them. We need to help our fellow brothers and sisters make it up through a tough time in their lives. Well, people are figuring out now, these are not people looking to get out of this way of life. This is a way of life for these folks. The folks in the pit, that is their lifestyle. They don't want to get out. So there is no, there's no ending this. There's no ending this anytime soon. Because where are these folks going to go? Where are these folks wildly addicted to drugs? Where are they going to go? Where are you going to put them? I'm listening. Tell me where you're going to, I know, I know an island off of Antarctica, <laughs> you know, realistically, where are you going to put them? I'm, I'm, I'm still listening. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no good solution because you can't involuntarily commit them into treatment. You can't involuntarily commit them. if They've got mental issues. Man, a picture I saw from Jonathan Cho, homeless individual crashed out in a park. I think he was asleep. And his foot was just gnarly. Like, I don't know if it was missing toes and or swollen or had parts of it that had fallen off. That reminded me of a trank type scene, right? You got the xylazine and um, body parts rot off and fall off and they have to be amputated. I mean, that guy was just waiting for an amputation, right? So then you're homeless, addicted to drugs, and you got one foot, and they're working their way up your calf, going to have to take off above the knee. Sorry, dude, it's 
spreading because you're still shooting the trank dope, which is known to, you know, point of injection, it rots out the skin. I mean, it's just, oh, not good. Saw that picture this morning. I'm like, yeah, okay. That's horrible. That's horrible. You imagine being that dude? Everybody knows, all right, I need to turn my life around at some point. But it gets that bad where your foot is amputated and you're still doing the drugs. That's hardcore. That is what these folks, that's, that is what these communities are butting heads against. And they are so far over their heads in just homelessness in everything that comes with these encampments. So as part of that settlement, starting on July 1st, camps were no longer allowed to block city sidewalks and the city was required to prioritize removing them from among other things. I believe July 7th was the actual date of enactment, but you know what? I mean, throw a date out there. Okay, excellent. So what? What's going to change? Nothing. It's just that there's supposed to be some teeth to the law and, you know, get those. So the sidewalks have been prioritized because, yeah, it's important to be able to walk down the sidewalk and not have to walk in the street. Those are some basic things. You know, you should have, you should have sewer systems that work. That's great. You should have water. I mean, these are things that we take for granted. Other parts of the world, that's not a given. But, you know, cleared sidewalks, yeah. But in so many cities, typically bluer cities, that's not the case, right? Watching the footage last night of Kevin Dahlgren in in Skid Row, those sidewalks weren't clear. Good luck in a wheelchair there. The street streets are wide open though. I mean, it's it's more it's rare for a car to be there. Typically, there's just a bunch of guys meandering around, up to no good, just loitering, you know, being all hot and sweaty, as you do on the sidewalk in your encampment. So the city said the camps blocking sidewalks in Old Town by Northwest Gil- Gilson and Second Avenue have been removed five times in the past eight weeks. The city said they cannot prevent people from occupying that space without creating structural barriers that would also block ADA access. So John DiLorenzo is the attorney behind the lawsuit that spurred the settlement with the city of Portland. It's a $20 million deal. That's about the 10 people with ADA complaints. It's a $20 million deal. The city is supposed to be allocating $8 million this year to prioritize removals. DiLorenzo said, adding that he's optimistic the city will take it seriously. Well, you know, um, yeah, I, Mayor Ted, I believe, will take it seriously. He is looking at doing whatever he can to barely hanging on with his fingernails, right? Because his tenure as mayor has had some problematic issues. Let's just, let's just, let's just be, let's just be fair. Let's, let's be reasonable. We don't need to go there. We know what the drill is. Mayor Ted is trying to do what he can, but he is so far upside down in Portland. That there, I mean, there's no coming back anytime soon. You've allowed this to progress to this point. And you know what I see consistently? I see consistently people in Portland that you know voted this stuff in. They supported this at one time. But now, when all the businesses are leaving the area, when break ins are rampant, when their safety, they no longer feel like they can ride the max. When they can't sell their home. Hey, I should sue the city of Portland because they haven't provided basic public safety. Now I can't sell my home because they're not clearing out that homeless encampment. Oftentimes, 
I feel like, and statistically speaking, good percentage of these people, a majority voted in the policy what you're experiencing. It's not like there's a tiny little minority that got all of this passed. This, this is, this is community wide stuff. And you allowed homelessness. You allowed drugs. You allowed shoplifting down California, Seattle, and a lot of these West Coast cities. So progressive, so progressive. Now here you are. Now you got a homeless encampment called the pit and your local residents are scared for their lives and they're, they're getting beat up. You know, you might say that happens, you know, in anywhere with homeless encampments. It does because they're not safe. Some more than others. But the pit, I have heard a lot of stuff about the pit. And um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to read this is because it's out there and it's happening and you can't really hide from it. Post that stuff, you know, WTF Portland, Portland PDX, all of those sites, you know, a lot of them are on Instagram. I find the best ones on Instagram because a lot of these are just small, small stories, huge issues, small stories. But if you follow those, you know, what you've got is community support there. You got people sending in video and just the craziest video, I think, comes out of Portland. Pound for pound, some of the sickest stuff comes out of LA. Some of the weirdest stuff comes out of San Francisco. You're like, what? But some of the worst stuff, I think, comes out of Portland. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, it's in the water? I don't know. I, I know a lot of reasonable people in Portland as well. You know, um, my family had a, a business in Portland, the Portland Seed Company. I was always told about that when I was a kid. And I'm like, yeah, where is it now? Where's my seeds? Do I get any seeds out of this? Because if I don't get any seeds out of this, you know, spoiled kid, of course. I don't care about your Portland Seed Company. It was a seed company. They sold seeds. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, you know, visited down there a bunch when I was a kid. It was a thing. And it just Portland wasn't as weird as it is now. But now you got the pit, which is, you know, an illegal homeless encampment with just shenanigans, you know, 24-7. So, and, and in the meantime, I'm podcasting about it here on News for Reasonable People because it ain't going away. And whether you've got a law in the books that says, hey, you got to clear the sidewalks. Yeah, okay, you're going to spend your 8 million bucks. You're going to do the whack-a-mole. You're going to, you know, sweep those up. But at the, at the end of the day, you're still going to be safe in this, you know, you're going to spend another 8 million next year because these folks aren't going anywhere. They're not cleaning up their addictions. The only place they're going is, you know, probably a casket at some point in time and not enough of them that's happening too. you know, so this situation is long-term and it's going to continue until you get some leadership that is really ready to step up. And we're hearing rumblings about that, but that's all they are for right now is rumblings because for the most part, people are like, yeah, you know, that policy that we put in place, we still believe in it. If we could just do it for long enough. We'll have some progress. Very progressive. In the meantime, yeah, you got garbage and crap everywhere and you don't feel safe. That's what we're doing. All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I will catch up with you on the next one. Bye for now.